This is BSS Carolinas, live from Charlotte, North Carolina. We are proudly sponsored by Attitude Broadcasting with your host, Rocky. The next one said JJ Barrett. I was like, what? <laughs> what JJ Barrett get a player to week? Go up to number four. A serviceable player. Pence Patrick. I'm going to say Summit Foundation. Jason Garrett. <laughs> Mr. 315. The Cowboys. Wait a minute. Jason Garrett's the coach for Dallas? Someone have a name. Jesus Shuttlesworth. <laughs> Don't give him a pass on that suit either and that hat. Tom Brady. Probably the best. And Big Shot. And ain't nobody fresher. I'm in Mason, Martin, Margiela. Yeah. Tom Brady. Global losers. Dude. Yeah. Gotta show them love while you can. The Doodoo Browns get their first <laughs> win of the season. Bill Belichick. He got game. Be Reggie Langford. Who the hell is this running back? Cowboys. They holding up to six, baby. This segment is sponsored by Cody Zeller. You are listening, listening to BSS Carolinas. Welcome to BSS Carolinas on Stitcher, Spreaker, iTunes, iHeartRadio. Welcome to this great day in Charlotte, North Carolina. This glorious day in Charlotte. Not so glorious in LA. But it's okay. Made the World Series. It's all good. Uh, I am your host, Rocky, on this great day. Uh, Thor releases today, so it's going to get even better. Join me today on the show as every week the man's in the studio for a little bit at least. B3 Exponent. Live from the campus of the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. Where you make your dreams come true. 1-800-TV-RADIO. Go CSB.com. And as always, we are sponsored by the Attitude Broadcasting Company. Put Attitude in Broadcasting. With the only ABC that matters. That's right. But yeah, when you knew it was raining in L.A. for Game 6... That was kind of a sign. When does it ever rain in Los Angeles? Did it rain game six? It did rain. It was raining a little bit, a little drizzle. Oh, I thought it was Springer hitting another home run. <laughs> that George Springer. Way to go. Congratulations. I love that kid, by the way. The third player in MLB history to hit five pl- home runs in a World Series. Yep. And uh, four straight. Four straight. 379 batting average. My goodness. That George Springer. And he was pitiful in the LCS. Absolutely pitiful. Oh, yeah. He was. But him, you know, Springer really impressed me. Him and Korea. Those two. I could do without Gorilla or whatever his name is. Gorilla. Yeah. Screw him. But uh, the Peacock. But at least he did tip his hat to uh, Mr. Uh, Darvish in that game. Uh, anyway, uh, before we get started, I want to give a shout-out to uh, New York. Uh, thoughts and prayers for those affected in New York with the person that uh, ran people down this week. My goodness, it's on, every week or every month or every so often. This stuff keeps going on. I don't, I'm don't. i done, man. I'm scared for my children. I'm scared for my family. Y'all, everybody, just be safe, man. Be safe. Be aware of your surroundings. Like Liam Neeson told Christian Bale in Batman, be mindful of your surroundings. Absolutely. Uh, it's just, come on, people. It, I mean, at least we got sports to bring us together. Uh, and that's one of the great things about this World Series. Uh, Houston, you know, with everything they went through, Hurricane Harvey. So, you know, congrats to them. 
but man, there's so much good things going on in life. Let's enjoy it. Uh, let's get into hot sauce a little bit. Then we'll do NFL picks. Uh, we also have dummies of the week. We'll do sunshine players. And we're going to get into the World Series review and maybe look to next year. Uh, let's get into hot sauce. All right, as you mentioned already, the World Series ended last night, uh, went to Game 7. Astros win their first World Series, four games to three. Uh, they win Game number 7, five to one, with scoring five runs in the first two innings. They chased Hugh Darvish early, as they said he was tipping his pitches. The first pitcher since 1960 to go two-plus outings and not last two innings. My goodness, you. You sucked. He, he actually looked great, though, against I mean, the Cubs. Yeah. Uh, and he looked great in the first two games of the postseason. He looked great. But against the Astros, man. Um, his slider had a lot of bite last night. And the Astros just weren't. They weren't biting. They weren't swinging. He like, like you said, they... He must have been tipping his pitches. Well, like you were saying, they you said uh, they the spin on the ball wasn't as good as it usually is because I was watching the game and Smolt said, you know, if it doesn't spin that way, it looks like a big balloon to the hitters. Mm-hmm. And boy, <laughs> Springer Oof. made it bounce out. Uh, Springer named MVP. He was 11-29 with five homers in the series. Astros finished the 2007 season with franchise record 112 wins, including postseason just four years after club record 111 losses. That's what draft does for you. Absolutely. You end up with guys like Altuve and Correa, and you bring up Springer, and then you pull a Verlander trade. And you got to feel good for Justin Verlander because when he was the most dominant pitcher in the league in 04, 05, when he took the Tigers, and he was the Cy Young winner and the MVP that year, and they got – they got demolished by the Cardinals that year. Four, four nothing? Yeah, it was sweet. So you got to feel good for Verlander. That's a feel-good story. Way to go, Justin Verlander. Get that World Series. That's the only thing that was missing from his resume, a World Series ring. Now he's complete. Now he's complete. Uh, I, everybody's like, feel bad. Eh, eh, you know I, you know how Clayton Kershaw. I, it, it breaks my heart every time I see Clayton in the postseason. Because he has no championship yet. And everybody's going to go back to his struggles in certain games. Dude, he pitched last night. He was lights out. We just could not score runs for him. Again. So. And when uh, you do get runs for him, he gives up the GOAT. Yeah. Cody Bellinger breaks the major league record for most strikeouts in a single postseason held by your anger judge. Yeah. Thank you, Cody. We appreciate it. Yeah. Way to break that record, dude. Cody. It took him seven additional games and 17 strikeouts in the World Series to do it. But thank you. We appreciate I it. I wish you didn't do it in the World Series of all places, but hey. Uh, right now, the Astros and Dodgers are the co-favorites for next year. Five to one odds. Uh, early, who meets in the World Series and wins next year? I like the Dodgers returning from the National League because they still have the best pitching. Kelly Jansen is still – he was named the National League Closer of the Year. like Second he, straight year. He had a couple goofs in the World Series, but hopefully they grow and learn from it. And I, I can see the Dodgers being right back there next year. Absolutely. And 
I'm going to roll with the Yankees, man. We'll see what we do with the starting pitch in this offseason because they definitely have to address that. And right there also is Houston. But Houston's bullpen, they can't get by with that crappy bullpen again. No. They can't expect to get to the World Series and win as many games as they did with that crappy bullpen and uh, a suspect closer. They got to address those situations. Charlie Morton looked great last night. Uh, Lance McCullers looked okay. They got some good pitching. I just – our lineup went completely cold in this series. Right? When our best hitter is Jock Peterson, your lineup has gone completely cold. I mean, Chris Taylor hit decently, but he didn't show up until game seven, really. He had one other one. JT, Justin Turner didn't hit. Uh, Billinger didn't hit. Yasiel didn't hit, even though he had two, three home, two home runs. He didn't hit. Uh, Logan Forsythe actually hit decently. Chase Utley hasn't had a hit in a World Series in eight years. That's what the position y'all definitely need to address. I think second baseman. Logan's not bad, though, man. But I think we need like a Brian Dozer or one of those young guys to play second. Y'all need to look somewhere. The the big uh, thing for us is that we're talking about is trying to go after Altuve to play second. I'm not mad at that. Go get Jose Altuve. He's about to be named American League MVP. He has 200-plus hits in what, three consecutive seasons. And the man hits for average, hit for power. He's won a World Series for Houston. He, he's got nothing left to prove, but go get paid now. I, I agree with Smoltzy last night that what the Dodgers lineup missed in this series is a person to get hits, like hit first to second. Move a guy from first to third and not just strike out. And when, you know, even or home run or strikeout. And even last night when Springer got the third, Altuve got an out, but he got he moved got Springer over. home. He yeah. got him home, got got the lead to two to nothing. So yeah, you need guys like that, especially in the National League. That's what the National League is known for: get guys on, get guys over, get guys in. Yeah. When did they want to become start becoming the American League where we want to hit home runs all the time? In this World Series, man, like I mentioned to you before the show, we acted like the Cubs in this World Series. In the NLCS, it was either a home run or a strikeout. And the only way we scored runs in this World Series was off a home run. There was no constant pressure on the pitchers, first to third, second to home, you know, none of that. There was no pressure. So, hopefully we build off. Next year, there's so many good teams. Baseball is in such a good place, man. You got the Astros, you got the Dodgers, you got the Cubs, you got the Yankees. Those four young teams. Say what you want about the Dodgers. We are the highest payroll in baseball. We have a lot of great young players. Seager, Billinger, Puig is still young. Turner's still only 32. Chris Taylor's young. So we got – and pitchers are young. So, NL, it's going to be Cubs or Dodgers again, man. AL, it's going to be Astros or Yankees. I'm gonna probably, I'll probably lean the Yankees because y'all had the starting pitcher. If we can find the starting pitcher, that's the only thing. There's not a lot of great no, to start. Here's pitching. another thing: y'all need to add, like just like us, you need a contact guy because Gardner's your only really grinder you have on that team. Mm-hmm. You need to have a guy that a role player that can make that first to third hit to move the guy over. Because just like us, y'all are home run or nothing. So and we've been like that for a while now. This the last time we were just a hit for contact team Jeter. was the nineties. Jeter, 
That's what Jeter was. He was a contact, contact hitter. He and wasn't, you know, he moved the guy over. Power bat in our lineup was Bernie Williams. But, we, you know, we had young players that got on, got over, and got in. We had good starting pitching. We won four titles in five years or something like that. Yep. We need to get back to that. Absolutely. All right, well, there's the World Series talk. We both say Yankees and Dodgers, it looks like, for next year. Or Yankees and Cubs. I'm going to go Yankees and Dodgers, and hopefully we'll get over that hurdle. We'll, to me, we, it, got, we got to see these offseason moves yeah, first, though. Who, who wins the who wins into winter? The good thing is our Carl Crawford contract comes off the books so that's, this season. That's $20 million <laughs> that go, goes back on the, on the cap. Crawford, get out of here. Uh, all right, moving on. Uh, Tiger Woods plans to return November 30th at the Hero World Challenge. Are you excited? Tiger Woods is going to come back, and he's going to bow out before nine holes. Why? Because his back's going to give out again, or his knee's going to give out, or he's just going to look like crap. I mean, Tiger had his run. I wish Tiger would have had a better finish to his career, but... He's done, man. Eldrick is done. We don't need to see this guy. Do you need to see this guy? Do we actually? Do you actually need to see this guy? Yes. For ratings, I think you need to see him. You need to see him make one. Have a closure to his career. He had a closure. No, don't let it be the <laughs> Waffle House the incident with his wife be the closure. He needs to actually have closure to his career. I hope he does. <sighs> We rooting for you, Tiger, man. Absolutely. All jokes aside, we rooting for you, man. Uh, Charlotte area sports professor The Hornets, uh, right now, they're 5-3. and three. They've won four in a row. Uh, no, three in a row, excuse me. They are fifth in the division, but they're the only first and second place team is 6-2. and two. So, And that's Boston and Orlando. Man, we're playing good. It's early. We, we started good early last year, and the wheels fell off. So, uh, Friday, we lost... Home to the Rockets, one nine ninety three. Sunday we beat the Bucks. Uh, no, Sunday was Magic. Sorry, one twenty to one thirteen. Monday we beat the Grizzlies, one hundred four ninety nine. And last night we beat the Bucks, one twenty six one twenty one. I said two so and two in that stretch, so three and one. Way to go! That's good. I, I was expecting us to lose at Memphis, and we went to the Grindhouse. We were down in the fourth quarter, and what a run! What a run in the fourth quarter. Led, sparked by Kimball Walker, sparked by that bench, and Memphis went cold for us. They missed like 26 of their last 30 attempts from the field. It was it was a nice game for us. Way to go, Charlotte. And Absolutely. take advantage of that Papa, that Hornets 95. You get half off pizza Papa John's the next day when they scored 95 points. And they did it again last night. Half off pizza today. Go take advantage. Absolutely. Uh, next, This next week, Friday, they're at the Spurs. Sunday, at the Timberwolves. Tuesday, at the Knicks. How many? How would they do in these three games? I, I can see two and one, but I can easily see one and two. Because at the Spurs, is tough. At Minnesota, is going to be tough. We should beat the damn Knicks. We can't beat the Knicks. Something ain't right. Hey, the Cavs couldn't beat the Knicks. Couldn't beat the Knicks so. <laughs> yeah. But the Cavs look old and slow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we should win that one, man. All right. Uh, they looking great so far. We'll see. Uh, NASCAR, man, you got anything in NASCAR? What a wild weekend at where were they at? Where they at? They were in Martinsville, right outside of Virginia. The paper clip, the half mile track. The paper clip. Oh, <laughs> what a race! What a great race! Chase Elliott had it locked up, was leading the race, and Denny Hamlin lifted Chase Elliott off the track and wrecked him. 
absolutely wrecked him. Kyle Busch went on to bump Denny Hamlin out the way and hold off Martin Truex and get that win, so he punched his ticket to Homestead. Kyle Busch will be racing for a championship. Congratulations, 18. But the fans after the race, Denny Hamlin is from Virginia. They boo Denny Hamlin up and down the track because Chase Elliott right now is the most popular driver in NASCAR. Dale Earnhardt, you know, junior, he was the most popular driver. He's getting his send-off. But Chase Elliott is the guy. The fans love Chase Elliott. Of course. And when Hamlin got out the car and walked up to Chase Elliott, Chase Elliott was pissed. They were screaming at each other. Chase straight up told him, you wrecked me. You absolutely wrecked me. There's no excuse for it. And then he tried to apologize, but come on, bro. You wrecked him. This week, they are in Texas, mile-and-a-half track. All the playoff drivers are hoping that Martin Truex, if they don't win, that Martin Truex Jr. wins because that guarantees that at least one of the lower-tier drivers will get in on points. Because if Martin Truex Jr. doesn't win a race in these next two, he's still getting to Miami on points. That's how many points ahead he has of everybody else in the field. Kyle Busch is good. Kyle Busch is just going to run, run his race. But Texas, I expect the Toyotas to be fast. I expect Chase Elliott to be fast in the 24. But if I had to put my money on anybody, it would be the king of the mile and a half this year. It would be the 78 and Martin Truex Jr. So watch for Martin Truex Jr. to win in Texas this weekend. Uh, we have our cohorts, you know, one of them is messaging right now on Facebook. Uh, Phoenix Sun is looking good without Bledsoe. Hashtag playoffs. I'll let you guess who that was. <laughs> um, playoffs in the G League? Go Way to go, G League. No, I, I like Phoenix Young Nucleus. I like Devin Booker. Uh, Josh Jackson, he needs to grow. We know he needs a little more seasoning. Marquise Chris, I'm not sold on that guy, though. I don't know if he's going to be the answer yeah. down there. Uh, but, yeah, we... I don't know, man. Suns playoffs this a little bit early. Uh, uh, in the West, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe G League, like you said. Uh, week 8 NFL uh, review or fast. Zach Miller has successful surgery. Man, thankfully that went well uh, because they're talking about amputating his leg. If you didn't see the injury, I posted the injury on the Breakdown Sports Show Facebook page. What a gruesome injury. You know, you knew something was tore, but to tear an artery in your leg and to have to have emergency surgery to keep you alive, the NFL is such a brutal sport, man. No matter how many safety precautions they put in, you can't control injuries because the game is that brutal, is that fast. These guys are getting paid well to play this game, man, at a high level, and stuff happens. Absolutely. But pray for Zach Miller. Pray for the Bears. Absolutely, man. Did you hear the uh, Saints exactly. tight ends went and visited him in the um, hospital yesterday and brought him like a goodie basket and stuff, man? Good. To show support, brotherhood support. Absolutely, man. NFL, that's the one thing you got to admit. They were brotherhood. So, good. I'm glad he's doing all right, too. Uh, some other sc- scores around the league last week Cowboys beat Redskins in an ugly game. Uh, but a win is a win. Mike Nugent comes right yeah. in and Mike doesn't Nugent. miss a beat. Missed the first field goal, but after that, he was on point. That's true. Uh, then the Panthers, your Panthers beat the Bucks 17-3. And all that early season hype about the Buccaneers were coming. Where's that talk now? Dude, I, I can't explain it. I, I told y'all, hold up. 
Jameis still turns the football over way too much. And no, he did. I just, I, he's got to watch it. If he gets tries to get sacked, he makes a play. Try to make some play, and he turns the ball over. Like, like sometimes dude, you just got to eat a sack. You can't try to shovel or it out when you're going or down something. something. He tries to do too much. Yeah. Uh, but good win for you guys. Offense still looks bad. Pitiful, but then, it's okay. Then the Panthers end up trading Kelvin Benjamin to the Bills for a third and seventh next year, which the seventh will be nothing anyway. I don't so, know. We drafted Harrison Buckner in the seventh round. And okay, what, Kansas what team City, is he on? Kansas City is loving okay. the fact that we couldn't keep what, this guy. What team is Harrison Buckner on? He's in Kansas City. Okay, he's on, he's on my fantasy team. He is on mine, too. <laughs> that guy is kicking some field goals. He is. But you, I'm just saying that the point is you can find a player in the seventh round that usually, can make a difference. Usually, usually you don't. You don't. The seventh round pick don't even make the team. Now, sometimes you get a Tom Brady, Russell Wood, not Russell, but other picks that pan out from the sixth, seventh round, from the late rounds. But usually you don't. I'm just saying. I, I'm not going to see that. You, and we, Panthers tradition isn't great in the seventh round. And maybe we take that third and that seventh and we trade it to somebody to get move up to the second round. Possibly. We next another, year. For next year, yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll see. I think it's a horrible trade because you train your number one receiver for basically nothing. I mean, the man, and he he isn't fast. I, he doesn't run great routes. Yeah, please he defend comes, this. Please defend this comes trade. into camp out of shape every year. You didn't say anything about when he he's in shape now, though. How many receptions has he had on the year? How many times has he been overthrown by Cam? Whose fault is that? Cam Newton. That so, is Cam's fault. Obviously, the chemistry ain't working. Uh, because he, of Cam. At the end of the season, we would have had to pay him $40-plus million guaranteed because of where he was drafted. When are the Panthers fans and people in Charlotte going to realize you can trade everybody on this roster and keep Cam Newton. And guess where the problem is? With Cam Newton. Not with everybody you're trading away. I'm not mad at the trade. How are you not mad at the trade? Devin Funches can step in and do what Kelvin Benjamin was doing. Are you kidding me? Dude, I don't understand how you're not upset about this trade. I'm not upset about it. I believe in my team. Christian McCaffrey is our leading receiver, all right, all right, which I, that's what I'm more excited about. We drafted him to be a running back, and he's a better slot receiver than anything. Then you signed Brenton Burson. Brenton. Oh, my God, it's Brenton Burson again. He has a little chemistry with Cam Newton. Oh, he ain't got jack squat. We need Curtis Samuel to step up. We need Russell Shepard, who we signed in the offseason, to step up. We need to find a running game. That's where the problem, problem with the running is. game is you're using our best up, running Mike back Shula. is Cam Newton. No, no. The problem <laughs> is you're not giving your best running back the ball but 12 times a game. And he's getting 60 yards. That's Jonathan Stewart. You got to give him the ball more and stop trying to have CMC run up the middle when that's not his game. Get him an open field. It just it, it's idiotic that you trade a number one pick in three years. You trade him for a third and seventh next year to a team that doesn't have. Why did you even trade him to Buffalo? Why? Because a lot of former Panthers 
admins and the associates work for the Bills. This is the worst trade I've ever seen for Carolina and Panthers. And plus, Kelvin Benjamin is injury prone. He's so is Cam Newton. I don't see them trading him. I haven't seen Kelvin Cam Benjamin the entire season. Kelvin Benjamin is your number one receiver. We number went to one. the Super Bowl when Kelvin Benjamin was on the sideline for the whole year. You're, so his impact right. on our team is not that all right, not all right. that great. You'll see. It, it's horrible trade. Absolutely I, I, horrible I think trade. It's going to work. City out and Charlotte should be upset, and but we got fans like you, B three, that are like, oh, I don't see a big deal. I don't. See I don't a see a big deal. deal. I think at some point you got to point the finger to who the problem is, and the point isn't the wide receiver. It's that damn quarterback that keeps overthrowing a six foot five wide receiver. So now you're gonna get a six foot one wide receiver who can't catch the ball. But that damn quarterback without that six foot five receiver was an MVP okay. and got us to the Super Did Bowl. You win? We got to the Did Super Bowl. We had a chance. Of course yes. we didn't win. What does win what But does if Kelvin Benjamin was out like, there, we wouldn't have even gotten to the Super Bowl. You don't know that. I you do know that. No, Ted Ginn was awesome that year. That's what we it. need to go get. We need to get Ted Ginn back. Oh my gosh. All right, here we go. You know who's getting ready to get out? Once you get Ray Caruth, you need somebody with speed. Ray Caruth is fifty now. He's he forty two. He's forty two. <laughs> but come on, man. This horrible trade. Uh speaking of other trades, Eagles trade Jay Ajaya to the they get Jay Ajaya from the Dolphins. Look, I'm not sold on it because they still need offensive line help. Because he lost Jason Peters. Jason Peters done for the season. Yeah, they, that's huge. They, they've got they, – it reminds me of the Giants adding offensive weapons, but you ain't got no line. So, I don't know how this is going to work with him, Blunt. Smallwood just came back. Plus, you got Clement. So, you got four running backs again. So I don't know how this. I, somebody's about to lose some carries, and I think it's, it's going to be Blunt. Garrett Blunt. Yeah, it's going to be. I Blunt. mean, last week, what he have twenty carries for forty nine yards or yeah. something. He is, he's done, man. And they need a. They he need, needs to be your goal line. Yeah, they back. need a. They need a horse back there that can play on every down. And Jaya can catch passes. Miami's offensive line is just really oh, bad. It's horrible. Uh, the Pats trade Jimmy G. Garoppolo to the Niners. I can't believe they gave him up for a second round pick, and then the Pats signed Brian Hoyer. For you. I guess they expect Tom Brady to be there a few more years, so do what you do. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Pats take a quarterback in this year's draft. Though. They will. But I'm very uh, – because it was a quarterback draft this year, so why not take a quarterback this year? And they knew they weren't going to be able to give Jimmy G $20 million and continue to still have him sitting. That was Yeah, that wasn't the pro- – the problem is Jimmy G wanted to play. He and, wanted to play. And Tom Brady now. old – Old ass ain't trying to go nowhere. <laughs> right. So, to get a second-round pick it is good because it seems fair. And then, uh, you know, but you give up the future. I just – I don't know, man. It, this reminds me kind of the Green Bay situation. Cleveland, why didn't y'all go after Jimmy G? Why did y'all pass on Carson Wentz? Oh, we're getting ready to tell Sean you one. Watson. We're getting ready to tell you one. Why did? Well, let me tell you why. Because <laughs> the Browns made a – trade offer to the Bengals for A.J. McCarron with a second and third round pick for McCarron. And they couldn't fax in the paperwork in town. They are some idiots. A.J. McCarron is probably like, oh gosh, thank you. I didn't want to go to Cleveland anyway. Do you see how bad it is in Cleveland? It is terrible. This, it is it is hilarious how pitiful that franchise is. Absolutely. 
they just can't get anything right. If I was a, coming up through the draft, Cleveland will not draft me. I'm telling that to my agent. If Cleveland drafts me, I'm firing you. I'm firing your family. I'm firing your pet dog. I am not going to Cleveland. No. Uh, another news somebody reported to us. Panthers passed up on a trade for Jarvis Landry and then Dominic Sue from the Dolphins. Because we don't want those heavy contracts. Landry is due to be paid at the end of the season. Do you want to win a Super Bowl? We're not going to win with Sue and Landry. How do you know that? You see what Ndamukong was doing now? He's got he's past his prime. Can you imagine Sue on this offensive line, defensive line? Yeah, getting upset Dude. and getting thrown out of games. Dude. We just paid Kwan short. We got to figure out if we're going to pay Starla Tulier. We can't afford yeah. Ndamukong's contract as well. I don't know. Jarvis Langer, man. Oh. I mean, Jar- Jarvis is a solid possession receiver, but he's not a game breaker. Okay. Uh, then we had Jeremy Lane. Uh, the Seahawks trade with the Texans for Dwayne Brown offensive tackle. Uh, Jeremy Lane fails the physical and Seahawks trade, so he's not part of the deal. So they get Dwayne Brown and a fifth-round pick. Texans get a third and I think a fourth, I think, was the other part. And the Texans were winning without Dwayne Brown, and Dwayne wants to be paid. So it makes sense. It makes sense for the Texans. Like Deshaun Watson, because of his skill set, covers up for misses on the offensive line. Yeah. Uh, then we had Josh Gordon reinstated by the NFL can play in week 13. Are you going to pick him up off that fantasy wire? I'm tempted. <laughs> if you really need help, go ahead and take a chance. Who's going to be throwing him to football? Cody Kessler? Because Deshaun, Deshaun Kaiser is done. They have shot this kid's confidence to hell. Well, yeah, now you made an offer for a second and third round pick. For, for A.J. McCarron, who was a sixth round pick when he came out. Hello? I'm just saying. So, I mean, you traded number one wide receiver third and six, seven. The right? Browns are so up, man. It's it's ridiculous. All right. Uh, real fast, midseason awards, and then we'll go into picks. How does your teams look uh, right now at midseason? Uh, which teams? The Panthers? Sure, your Super Bowl picks. Oh, my Super Bowl picks. Who do I have? I had I had a rematch Atlanta and the Patriots. I, you had Patriots and Falcons. Falcons win. I, uh, it still looks like it's on course. I know Philly is ahead of the curve right now, sitting at seven one. But there's still a lot of games left, and who's to say what happens in the playoffs? I saw Atlanta go through their ups and downs last year and get hot at the end of the season. It's who's playing best at the end of the season and carries into the playoffs. Uh, and we'll see if Philly can keep that going. Smoochie had the Raiders and Cowboys, so Cowboys winning. Uh, 3-1-5 had the Raiders and the Cowboys with the Raiders winning. And I had the Cowboys and Pats with the Cowboys winning. And I'm going to stick with that. I'm sticking, too. The Cowboys, though, they got to figure out the Zeke Elliott situation, we'll man. We're right. We got Alfred Morris and yeah. those guys. Alfred Morris is a good running back, dude. Yeah, he's we'll a solid right. fill-in. We'll he's right. a solid fill-in. And, Dak, I, and I, Dak is a good quarterback, man. Dak is not going to allow this team to go 0-6 no. with Zeke out. And we got the player, the weapons to keep it going until he gets back. I think it will help Dak actually more to progress. Not so reliant on right. Zeke Elliott. Uh, MVP right now, real it, fast. It's that guy up in Philadelphia, man. Wentz. I was going to give it to uh, Kareem Hunt, but the last couple of weeks he's kind of fizzled out. 
So I'll have to go Wentz. I can't hate Wentz either, even though he's an eagle. He's an eagle, but he is carrying that no, team. And the great. plays he makes, he has some magic in those legs, man. He looks like a young Donovan McNabb to me. Yeah. No, he's looking great. Uh, offensive rookie of the year right now. Um, Kareem Hunt. Him and Deshaun. But Deshaun Kareem. Watson is Deshaun on Watson, his tail, man. He might have surpassed him in the past couple weeks. Yeah, I think Deshaun's caught him. Man. Uh, defensive rookie of the year right now. At midseason, that's tough. I like I like Watt up in Pittsburgh. He's playing TJ. really well. Yeah, I like him. He is the only one that's really showing why he was worth that pick, man. Jamal Adams. He's playing well in New York. The Jets are three and four. Yeah. Uh, offensive player of the year. Ugh. I got got go with. Uh, I like I like Wentz and Alex Smith, man. Alex Smith, sixteen TDs, no picks. Through the season, the Chiefs are six and two, um, and Alex Smith is playing the best ball of his career. I'm gonna say right now, Alex neuter arm, but right behind him is Russell Wilson catching. Yeah, Russell was uh, definitely on the tail. Uh, defensive player of the year right now. Whoo, Depoy, Depoy. I'll make it quick. Jalen Ramsey, like Jalen Ramsey, Jacksonville. That Jackson Jacksonville defense, man, he's been been playing great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll roll with that. Uh, coach of the year. Coach of the year. Uh, it's got to be Doug Peterson. Yeah, Doug at Peterson. This, at this point right now. Uh, who's your most disappointing team? Oh, this easy. The New York football giants, one and six. With all the supposed offensive weapons and things y'all did this offseason, it's definitely y'all. But if that if, – and not to be so obvious, the Oakland Raiders – most disappointing? Yes. Three and four right now. Not playing up to the potential. I thought y'all were going to come back with a flurry this season. Uh, I'll definitely say it's got to be the Giants. Uh, definitely NFC. If we don't do AFC, I would say most disappointing Cincinnati Bengals, maybe. The Bengals are on that list. And let's add the Buccaneers. Oh, Bucks. Thank you. All right. Yeah, Bucks are my hands down, dude. I picked them to win the NFC South. Uh, surprise team ah. that you saw not coming. I, I had the Eagles as my sleeper team, so I'm not. I'm not a little surprised team. that they're 7 and 1, but I'm not surprised they're doing well. Don't forget they started great last year, too. Um, the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Vikings sitting at five and two. Sam Bradford has been hurt. They are finding ways to win. The Minnesota Vikings. Man, for it. Lost Alvin. Buffalo Cook. Bills. The Buffalo five Bills. There you go. That's a good one. I mean, they're five and two, man. Playing good ball. Uh, really good defense. What team is going to make a run in the second half? Because it always happens. I'll say the Atlanta Falcons. Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I see us making a deep run. All right, real fast, your top three, bottom three teams. Top three, uh, I will stick with what I had last week, the Eagles, the Pats, and the Steelers. Bottom three, let me exclude the Browns and the 49ers because <laughs> we know. Um, Giants, Bengals, and the Colts. In Indianapolis, we we get it. No Andrew Luck, no sufficient running game, no great offensive line, pitiful defense. Brissett's not. But Jacoby Brissett has been 
he's been serviceable. He's a good. He'll be. A, he could be a solid backup for a long time in that league. Uh, bottom three right now. We're not counting the. We're not counting the Browns and Niners because they're so bad. Uh, Arizona, Tampa Bay, and Indy uh, for bottom three. Top three. Uh, Pittsburgh, New England, and Philadelphia, my top three. And New Orleans, watch them, man. New Orleans is playing some good ball right now, man. Uh, Lattimore, man, difference maker. All right. Uh, We're going to take a break, come right back, and we'll make picks for week nine in the NFL. You're listening to BSS Carolinas. Sports is life. (laughs) 